Evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, continuing our discussion of the Hilchot Birkat Mazon. I know it's been a minute, but it says, A person, uh, when they're saying Birkat Mazon, when they're benching, it's important that they hear the words that they're actually saying. They, uh, it doesn't have to be so loud, but they have to be able to hear it at least. And let's say a person benched, but they couldn't hear what they were saying. So we say, They have fulfilled their obligation. As long as they were moving their mouth, meaning if they were just your hair billy bow, as we'll see in a second, if you were just thinking it while you were looking at the words, let's say, or even you weren't looking at the words, you were just thinking it, but you didn't even move your mouth, so then you will not have fulfilled your obligation. If you were moving your mouth, even though you couldn't hear it, so in theory you have fulfilled your obligation. Says the Mishabura, Aval im hir hair billy bolo yata, if you only thought it, so then you have not fulfilled your obligation. So let's say a person was in an extenuating circumstance, let's say they were not feeling very well, and they only said Birkat Mazon in their hearts, right? They only thought it, they didn't actually uh, articulate it, they couldn't hear it, uh, so then we say they've fulfilled their obligation. Uh, he says, not so fast, not so fast that you necessarily fulfilled your obligation, right? It sounded like we were saying... Well, really, you got to hear it. And if you didn't hear it, as long as you moved your mouth, you're good to go, right? So he says, oh, not, not so clear that that's really the case. And he tells us to look back in the Hilcho Kriyachma, where we say it doesn't mean that you've actually fulfilled your obligation, because Kaimalan, that here who lav kedibur dami. In halacha, we assume that just thinking something is not comparable to actually saying it out. Ella wrote, Selomar, so what do we mean when we say that he's fulfilled his obligation? He says, what it means is that if a person literally cannot fulfill the obligation of benching because they can't articulate it, right? Uh, forget about being able to hear it, but they can't even move their mouth, let's say. Uh, a person in, is in such a dire situation where they can't do that. So we encourage them in that situation where you can't do anything, at least think. I don't know what the situation is where he's able to eat, but he's not able to uh, move his mouth. But let's say there was such a situation. So we say, in that case, so at least think it, and Hashem will treat it as though you did whatever you could, and you will have uh, fulfilled your obligation. But that's only if you really can't do it about the etzem, but in reality, you haven't fulfilled your obligation. So meaning this is something to rely on when you have no other option. But if you had the option, you just didn't take advantage, you didn't do it the right way, so then it's possible you've not fulfilled your obligation. So he says, in that case, right, where you weren't able to do it, so he said, you wouldn't really fulfill your obligation uh, if you just thought it. We tell you that that's what you should do, and hopefully Hashem will take care of it. But let's say the situation was, I don't know, you, you started eating uh, your meal, you forgot to bench, you went to the, the, the dentist, and they shot you up with whatever, and now you can't move your lips. I don't know, let's say. I'm, I'm making it up here, okay? Uh, and uh, we say, well, there's not much you could do, so at least think it, and whatever, Hashem and we'll count it for whatever it's worth. But then all of a sudden, miraculous recovery, and you can move your lips again. So would we tell you that you should bench again? We say you absolutely should bench again because you haven't really fulfilled your obligation just by thinking it. So now that you can move your lips, we would tell you go ahead and bench again. If we could argue that you actually fulfilled your obligation, even though it wasn't best case scenario, then we wouldn't tell you to do it again. But since you haven't, so we tell you go ahead and do it again. So again, best case scenario, you're moving your lips and you could actually hear the words. It doesn't have to be loud enough for everyone at the table to hear you, right? That's not a requirement, but at least that you should be able to hear it. If you didn't uh, reach that level, right? And we've even talked about in the past, even if you can't hear it, but it was loud enough where you should have been able to hear it. Let's say the kids are running around, they're screaming, so you weren't able to hear it. But if it, in theory, was loud enough that you would be able to hear it, you should be good to go, right? So that's best case scenario. You, you're moving your lips and you could hear it. Uh, if not, so if you at least moved your lips, then fine. If not, so then you would probably have to go ahead and mention again. Yes, sir? So don't we have a situation that the focus where 
where if I believe the Kedusha is being done and you're in the middle of Shemona Esrei and you stop just to think about the, you know, repeating part of the Kedusha, that it's considered to be a Hesek possibly and you shouldn't do that. Yes, right. So we have such a machloket, yeah. Right. No, we're saying it's not really effective. It's like, because there's nothing else to do, so at least do that. It's like almost like a, a token, right? But it doesn't actually work. That's why we would tell you if, for whatever reason, that onus went away, that you would go ahead and bench again, right? right. Yeah. Okay. Rabbi Chanan, Rabbi Kasha, Amar, it's